Hey guys, I'm your host, Devin. And I am Devin's mom, Ashley. How are you doing, mom? Oh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm alright. How about you? Um, I guess I'm alright. Since, um, I guess I've learned some stuff from the news I didn't know much about before. We'll get into that shortly, but... Yeah, I, I, I'm okay, I guess. You're okay. It, you know, this past week, as far as the news goes and current events, it's been a stressful week. It, it's been a very stressful week, especially when it comes to race matters, you know. Um, but let, let's talk about positive things, and then we'll, we'll get into that. Um, so one of the positive things that's happened for me, remember, I was studying a lot lately. Yes. I, w- I was studying a whole lot. So I was actually studying to take my insurance producer's license um, or to be uh, become licensed in that. And I aced my test. Yes. Um, out of 150 questions, I got, got a, 80 something. No, I got 127 right. So I got like a 80 something for the score, but I, I passed. I did really, really good. I did a lot better than I thought I was. Um, I thought I, I did a lot better than I thought I was going to do. So that's, that's the great thing. The positive that's coming behind that, because we just talked about goal setting, right? Yes. All right. So we, we just talked about goal setting. I set the goal. I was going to pass the test. Yep. You had a um, goal whiteboard. Well, yeah. A, a whiteboard. A, yeah. a, a whiteboard with goals on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I did. And I had an, a list for the entire year of goals that I wanted to achieve. Did I didn't you know just pass gas? No. What was that? The chair? Oh, I could have sworn you passed gas just now. Oh, a little nasty. It's like the weird chair. It's yeah. Like broken-ish. But yes, I had my goals written out. Somebody. It wasn't me. It wasn't Devin. It was not Devin. It was Devin. It was not Devin. It was definitely Devin. It was Devin. Devin, not. It was definitely Devin. It was sleep Devin. Sleep Devin and Devin is a totally different thing. Because I talk about weird stuff in my sleep. Yo. So the other night, <laughs> you're like, Amaria. Yeah, you told me about Hurry that. up. I mean, you're just like yelling in your sleep. I'm like, we're used to it now. You yell in your sleep. I hope I yell as loud as I can one night. No, don't do that. Here she comes. Here she comes. Nobody's calling you. We're talking about my dream. He's talking about him sleep talking. Stop. You're like, Amaria, hurry up. Come say hi. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi. Okay. They can't see you wave. We have just the mic. We haven't set up. Oh, yeah. And so one of our goals eventually will be to have a YouTube channel. But for right now, and we're like just... like uh, $5,000 camera started. or something. Yeah, we just started. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. Um, I don't know about a $5,000 camera. But the tripping. quality would be awesome. Who's paying for that? Me when I get a job. Okay. When you... You really think... You you think when you get a job you're gonna to want to spend five thousand dollars on a camera? No. Oh, okay, I didn't think you would. No. <laughs> I'm probably gonna buy that one that I learned before where you could like hold it and the strap goes around your arm or hand. That, nobody's has those like old school cameras. I know, but I like them. They're you're like cool because like all you gotta do is just flip it and then you can see if somebody's watching you and they wouldn't know that you're watching them while they're watching you. You come up with the weirdest stuff. Anyways, back to my goal setting that I'm so proud about because I met my goal. But no, the, the positive that comes out of it is I'll be working from home, right? Yeah. Um, I've been working really, really hard 
to to get you know license and all that kind of stuff and I met it so now I'm working for a really good company and we're just waiting for things to come in so that we can make a couple of other moves and start heading in a few other directions um for me and my personal goals number one I want to say thank you and that's not something that I've said in a while but I want to say thank you because what I like about us as a team is we really do work together. We truly are a unit. So while I was sitting there studying, you might've been studying, you might've been cleaning. You know, I know your sister has like completely taken charge of the house and you know, she started cooking and cleaning so that I can study and do everything that I needed to do. Why are you ripping up paper? I'm about to make something cool. I'm talking, that's so rude. No, I'm about to make you something. I don't want anything. Yes, you do. When I want you, you to pay attention. attention. I'm paying attention. I'm paying a penny of attention. Yeah, I a have penny. a penny here. Right. A no, penny. penny is a lot. Whatever. Anyway, so I barely have a penny. So I, you know, I want to say thank you because without your cooperation, that is not something that I would have been able to obtain. I know that before I went in to take that test, I said I wanted to make a minimum of eighty on it. Right. Yeah. And I surpassed that, right? I, I surpassed that. So thank you. Thank you for your cooperation. You're welcome. It's not working. I know. Leave me alone. It, it's not working. So you what I was trying to do, guys, was I was trying to take a penny, and I was putting a paper over it, and I was trying to make Abraham Lincoln on a piece of paper. You know you're going to pick that up, right? No, because if it's on heads or tails, if you pick it up and no, it's we're, on heads, we're not, you're going to get lucky. We're, we're not doing that. You will pick that up. You will get lucky. Whatever. Anyways, so what's been going on with you? Uh, I just tried to draw a penny. You've made some new friends. Yes, outside. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what, 10 up? Like 10 through 13 I don't know. They're kids. Yeah. You, you, I will say. They since, literally followed me home. These kids followed him home one day. It was the funniest I, thing. So pretty much what happened, <laughs> what, what happened was me and my sister were racing my mom to the mailbox. My mom took a car. Of course we beat her. I mean, it's me. So yeah, I like, we waited there for about like 15 seconds for her to get there. And then we ran back and the kids were watching me. And then they literally they followed, followed home. me home. And they then followed they, home. I was like, yo, what's up? And they're like, yo, you're, yo, what's up? You're pretty fast. I was like, yeah, thanks. Yeah. And then the kid wanted to race me, and it was the one with that um, afro. His, his so th this is what's funny. Here I am, right? I'm going to work at my part-time job, right, where I'm going to go do some driving. And I'm getting in the car, and I'm sitting here as my kids are eating ice cream outside. And then you got this whole group of other kids that are standing at a distance, but watching them. Yeah. They it was kind of weird. It was, it was a weird. very awkward encounter, but I will say that you guys have been having fun and I can tell that it's you, you've had a major shift in your attitude over the last couple of days. You needed to kind of get outside and run a little bit. That was disgusting. He just licked the paper guys. What? No, I did it. Yes, you did, weirdo. No, I didn't. Whatever. Uh, bruh. <laughs> bruh, what is wrong with you, little nasty? Whatever. I was hoping it'd stay to your finger. You gotta be so weird. <laughs> so let's let's talk about current events this week because for the last couple of years, um, when it comes to 
being black in America. It's just, it's nonstop. It is nonstop, right? Um, normally, I don't touch on this kind of stuff. You know, Devin and I will have these private conversations about race and about being black and, you know, how we handle different situations. Normally, we, we talk about that on our own. But right now, it's such a hot topic. I felt like it was something we needed to discuss. So let's talk about Amy Cooper and Christian Cooper up in New York. Do you know what happened with that? Did you you watch the video? This is the one where the lady was choking her dog. She was choking the yes, dog. Yes, yeah. yeah. So basically, this black man. Sorry, I didn't remember her name. But I yeah, don't want to. Yeah, I mean, it, you don't. Yeah, I get it. Because then when I meet another nice person named Amy. Well, no, we don't. We don't hold things against other people. No, it's just. But if I meet someone with that name, it's gonna remind me of that person. Not I see that person as Amy, but it's gonna be like, dang. Now I remember Amy Cooper. So I'm gonna remember that name. What I want to say to you is, don't look at it that way, because when somebody comes to you and they're like, oh, I know a Devin, oh, a Devin, and you know, and they're just meeting you. Yeah. What that does is that gives them. Now they're thinking something about you based off of a name. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let, let's not do that. We, we're not going to do that. Okay. But basically, Christian Cooper, he was in the, the park. He was bird watching. And here comes Amy Cooper. No relation. She's walking her dog. And she has her dog unleashed. He says to her, put your dog on a leash. She then becomes irate. They get into a verbal altercation. He pulls out his phone. He starts recording her. She gets mad. What does she do at that point? She um, takes out her phone and says, I remember what she said, but I remember she threatened him saying, I will call the police and tell them there's an African-American threatening my life. That's exactly what she said. No, but. No, that is exactly uh, what she said. That's exactly what she said. She said, I'm going to call the cops and I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life right now, right? Yes. That's a dog whistle. That That's ultimately what that is. That's a dog whistle. And it pissed me off watching that video. Now, I've actually seen that video when it first came out. It really pissed me off because she knew what she was doing. That's she, why she told him. She, she knew what she was doing, but it backfired on her. And I'm glad it did because then it brought us back to when I first saw that. It made me think of the, the situation with Emmett Till. And you just watched the video on that, right? Yes. Emmett Till was killed because somebody said that he whistled at a white woman when he didn't. And he lost his life because of that. Now, these two situations are not exactly the same. But the reality is she knew that woman, Amy Cooper, knew what she was doing. She said she was going to call the cops and tell them that she was being threatened by a black man, an African-American man. And he was supposed to back down from that. Luckily, he had the phone. Luckily, he had that recording showing what she said she was going to do. Because if he didn't have the recording, that could have ended up in a really different situation. That could have went completely left. That could have went, went, that could have went completely left. She lost her job behind that. Um, I feel like in situations like that, I, I feel like it needs to go a step further. Yes. You do need to lose your job, but I feel like when you're making reports like that to a point where somebody could lose their life, somebody 
and that's what your intention is. Cause let's be real. That's what her intention was. She, she, her intentions were for something to happen to that man, you know? And it infuriates me watching these videos because it's not necessary. So for me, if you're in that situation, how would you handle that? You run into an Amy Cooper. What, what do you do? Well, usually when stuff bad does happen, I usually take out my phone, start recording. I may or may not have done exactly what he did, or I would have walked away and said nothing. Because that's what I usually do when I don't have my phone. I just walk away, go home, tell you about it. Right. The reality is you're not always going to be able to walk away. So I need to hear from you what your plan of action is. Because you you might, what if it is a situation you can't walk away from? What, what if it is a situation like Ahmad where he goes and he goes out for a jog and he's running and he was literally chased down in a truck and then he was killed in cold blood in the middle of the street. He did that, right? He was minding his own business and he, he was out for a run doing what is normal, exercising, right? We just talked about that, where you were running through the neighborhood. What do we do? How, how, how can I, as your mom, feel safe with you being out there just being you, doing what's normal, watching a damn bird or going for a jog? How can I feel safe? How can you feel safe? Can't. So we need to come up with a plan of action. We, we, we have to come up with something because I'll be damned if I'm one of those moms that I'm getting a call saying your son has been shot or damn a video. I mean, damn, damn a phone call. At this point, you don't even get phone calls anymore. You see it on social media. We got to come up with a, a plan because I can't, I don't know how these women do it. I don't know how these mothers do it. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I have no idea how they do it. I, I don't know how they stay intact because it scares me to a point where I don't want to allow you to leave the house. But at the same time, I can't keep you confined in a house because of fear of what other people might do and how they might react. Doesn't matter what you do right. You know what I mean? Like I, we, we can't live in that kind of fear, but at the same time, what do we do? What do, what do you do when you're faced with a situation what do you do? What is, for you, what is the best thing that you can do to handle a situation like this? I don't know. Can't call the cops. I mean, technically, you should be able to call the cops, right? Yeah. You should be able to call the cops. I mean, first line of defense is always, one thing I will say about you is it has been instilled in you. Who's the first person you call? Either you or dad. Yeah. Me or dad. Immediately. Immediately. Make that call immediately. Grab your phone. Record as much as you can. I want to tell you, be respectful. But the reality is respect doesn't always, doesn't always work either, right? I can't sit here and tell you, sit down and keep your mouth shut. Because that doesn't always work either, right? I can't tell you stand up for yourself because that doesn't work either. 
So it's, it's one of those situations at some point we have to figure out, we ought to come up with a plan of action because it is scary. You know, you're 15, you're a young man. And at some point you are going to leave. You're going to want to go out. And I can't keep you cooped up in the house. I can't say to you, no, Devin, you can't go out with your friends to the movies because I'm scared of what might happen to you. I can't do that. Right? I can do everything that I can. You can do everything that you can. We could take the precautions. I can track your phone. I can see where you're at. You know, you can send the, the text messages. Hey, mom, I'm with so-and-so and I'm at such and such place. But that only goes but so far. Right? Yeah. You can be responsible. You could be respectful. You can be compliant. But it, it doesn't always work out that way. Now, luckily in the situation with Amy Cooper and Christian Cooper, luckily that worked out in his favor. But the reality is if he didn't have that, that video, that could have went completely left. That man could have been locked up. He could have been seriously hurt or whatever the case may be because of what she said. And she, like I said, it was a dog whistle. And speaking of dogs, she, she drugged the dog. Like she was like, I was watching the video and that didn't only hurt me, but the reason I think she did have to give her dog up was because you could see how the dog was being strangled. You could see it was being hurt. Well, the reality is if there was no video and people didn't see an outcry for the dog, they would, that dog would have been right there with her. Yeah. She was so she was so focused on trying to hurt that man she that she was willing to kill the dog in the process. And towards the end of the video, you can hear the dog gasping for air. You hear her whining, gasping for air. Yeah. She literally at one point was dragging the dog by its two by, legs, it, it, by the collar. The front legs couldn't even touch the ground. Right. Literally dragging the dog, choking it. Yelling at the man as she was, you know, coming close to him. All because he said, put your dog on a leash. Which is the law. Yeah. It, she was like the one. You could see a sign that said dog must be on leash at all times. She was the one that was in the wrong. Not him. Right? So what? what's the other major thing that happened this week that everybody's talking about right now? George Floyd? Yeah, it was George Floyd. Yeah, it was George Floyd. So there's a video that came out. I have not watched the video. Um, I don't know if you can tell or not. I'm over this. I'm, I'm, I'm over this. I'm over watching our black men die and be killed over things that weren't even necessary. Now, the bits and pieces that I do know, I do know that he was handcuffed. I do know that there was like, what, four police officers on him. One had his his knee, knee on the on back of the throat, the back of his neck. I thought it was his throat. Either way you put it, the man couldn't breathe, yeah. and he he said, "I can't breathe." Right. And then he also said, "I'm about to die." He said that. Yeah, it said that in the article. Yeah. So. Go ahead. This this goes back to what I was asking you. When you have encounters with the police, what do you do? How do we handle this? I personally, because of all the things that would happen, I would put my hands up and I would lay on the ground and I would do nothing. I would comply with everything they say, because if none of this happened, 
I don't know what I would do. I put my hands up, lay on the floor, and cross my legs. Yeah. Um. Honestly, at this point, I don't even. As much as I want to say yes, that is correct. I don't know if that would work either. Yeah. As but much it's the closest thing that would work. I mean, as, me. as much as I want to say, yes, do that. Yes, that's the right thing to do. The reality is I don't even know if that's right anymore. I mean, he was restrained. He, he was in handcuffs. He had four people literally on top of him. Right? I could tell you all day long, yes, sir, no, sir. Make sure you're, you're using your, your southern... Uh, your Southern grammar and all this. I, I could say all of that, right? Southern hospitality. I can tell you, yes, sir, no, sir, be respectful. And at this point, I don't even know if that works anymore. I, I'm, I don't even know if that works. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I've actually had to kind of take a break from social media because of this, because it's so difficult to watch. Like, I'm tired of seeing this. Like, I'm, I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of feeling it. Like, I, I'm just so drained of it. You know, this has been going on for forever, but it's just now becoming video, right? Social media is to a point now where people are going live. I Like, I, I honestly had to take a break from social media because of this. Um, you know, I'm, I'm talking about me a lot. And me as a mother and how I feel, you tell me what it is that you feel. When you read these articles and you see these videos, you come across them. I mean, your 10-year-old sister is saying it's all over TikTok. You tell me, how do you feel? Honestly, that it's on social media, I think it's a good and bad thing. I think it's good because... People that are young, like my sister, I feel like they should know about it. I feel like they should know what's happening so they can be prepared for it. If it ever does happen to them, God forbid, but I hope they are prepared. But what is prepared? What is prepared to you? Being prepared is knowing what to say, knowing what to do. Even though if it doesn't work anymore, still try at least. You know, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, manners, not disrespectful. I agree with you. So I feel like it's a good and bad thing that it's on the internet because people have to know what's going on. They can't be hidden like how it was before. Right. I mean, I'm, I agree with you, but... The angry part of me wants to come out and tell you, yeah, that's the right thing to do. And so you got some man in your face calling you boy. I don't even call you boy. I tell you you're a young man. You know what I mean? And we, we could sit here and we can say as we're having a conversation, this is what's right to do until you're in that situation. Right? The only thing I can say is while you're underage, First thing you need to say is, I'm a minor, my parents. Get my parents on the phone. You know, shoot me a text, 
call whatever, you know, I'm, I come flying. I track everything. I track your every move. And you're aware of that. Yes. You, you know, I track you. I know where you're at at all times. Like, I wish I could tell you what is the right thing to do, but I don't even know anymore. I honestly don't even know anymore. And that's the part that hurts because I can't even tell you how to protect yourself. I could teach you everything there else. I can teach you everything else there is to know, but I can't even tell you how to protect yourself when you come in contact with the, with the police. And it's, it shouldn't be that way. It should not be that way to a point where you should fear the police because you shouldn't. Police are supposed to help you. They're here you. to protect and serve us. Right. So, like I said, I've, I've been kind of trying to stay away from social media. Um, like I, I saw clips and things come up. And then I started seeing George Floyd's name popping up all over the place. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, it's another hashtag. It's another killing, right? I see the articles, I see his pictures pop up, I scroll past it. Like I mentally and emotionally cannot take it anymore. I honestly can't. I scroll past it, right? So out in Minneapolis, I know right now they are looting. They are protesting. Um, people are angry. They're angry. They're hurt. How do you feel when you hear that? I don't know. What do you think when you hear that? The part that people are angry? All of them. They're hurt. I feel like they shouldn't have had to be like, I feel like none of this, like any, all of this could have been avoided. Yeah. I mean, none of it is necessary. Somebody does not need to lose their life for something minor. For something minor or something, I mean, it did not take four people to sit there and hold him down. Especially while he was already cuffed and he was on the ground. Anything else? Any thoughts? No. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox. Um, I'm, for me, I'm going to definitely meditate. I would like for you to sit down and meditate with me even if it's just for a few minutes, a couple of deep breaths, because this is stressful. We got enough going on. We got enough to worry about. We should not have to worry about leaving our house and dying. That, that should not be a thought in our mind. Going out for a run, like you said, you sitting there running with the kids. And it, it's one of the situations where it's like, I'm glad you still look like a kid. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm glad you still look like a kid. And you're not, and I hate to say that because I know you, you hate hearing that, but I'm grateful for it. Because if you were in the wrong place or the wrong area and you're running down the street, you could be like, I'm not. 
Cops called, somebody got their, their knee on the back of your neck. You know what I mean? And that, that is something that I do live in fear for. And it's like, I can take you out of the rough areas and I can put you in a nice area and it don't make a difference. Where are you safe at? Where are we safe at? So, I'm done. Yeah, take- I think that's it for today. All right, next time, guys. Bye.